And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden question. Just what are your neighbors talking about? And the neighbors are out right now, aren't they? It was booming. We had yeah. like, we need more asphalt. Like the parking space. I was just trying to get plants out of the parking lot, get things open. So we, I was parking customers last weekend. So, and this is Mother's Day weekend. So, you know, it's going to be just as busy. So it's exciting. So. Yeah. It was fun. It makes the day go fast. It does make the days go fast. Yeah. I've recorded, uh, if you've been logging, how many steps you take. Oh, I the don't week. even want to. <laughs> 25,000 was the max. Yeah. So that's a Good lot. Job. Your feet hurt at the end of the day. They definitely do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Place looks fantastic, by the way. Your, your crew is just lovely. doing a fantastic job. My, yeah. my good place is packed. So much color, so much pretty stuff. It's you amazing. know what? It, what made me tired was all the pottery. I think the pottery. <laughs> I smashed my thumb. Bru I got bruises, places that should not be bruised, all because you're lifting these 300. Some of them you can bury a body in. They're oh, that yeah. big. They're, they're, big. they're resort size yeah. or big home mm -hmm. size. And there's it's leverage moving around and rolling and if there's an art to moving lots of pots, but the place is packed. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. Yes, very much so. What kind of garden questions we got? Garden Should we question. excite them with questions? Because those are always so exciting. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they're most of the time they are. Yeah. Maybe. Yep. So Sandra is in Prescott Valley. She wants to grow contain or tomatoes in containers, five gallon pots. Okay. So her question is, can you use calcium nitrate for the blossom in rot? Can you use that in pots or is that solely for in the ground? Oh, planting? no, you can use it for pots. Yeah, it's great. Now, now calcium nitrate. So this, now we're getting deep into, uh, so I kind of, kind of touched on it earlier, but, but let's go deep into this. So you've got your regular food. I would say there's, we make a tomato and vegetable kind of regular organic food that you mm -hmm. sprinkle on top of the ground every in a container, maybe every six, eight weeks or so. Mm -hmm. And that'll keep things just growing and blooming and filling out the blossoms. There is a lot of calcium in that, but if you've had blossom in rot, which is very common for us, that's where the blossom touches the fruit of a squash. And then it just yellows and drops off mm -hmm. peppers. will will half the fruit is, is black. A tomato, again, you have to slice half the fruit off. Mm -hmm. It's half black. It's rotting. Blossom end rot. And so that's a calcium deficiency. What to do? Calcium nitrate is the fastest, most liquid form of calcium you can have for a plant. You sprinkle a little touch at the base of the plant, and then I'll kick a little bit of dirt over it, and then I'll plant my plant right on top of that. Anytime you're doing containers, it's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. In the ground, really good idea. Um, in addition to that, so I, calcium also brings out the size of fruits and the flavor of fruits. Mm -hmm. So you almost, you can't get too much. You don't burn with calcium. Right. And so we make a liquid calcium too, which might, if you struggled with that, that might be a real good idea. Calcium nitrate, great. Mm -hmm. Then we make a product called Yield Booster. It's basically mm -hmm. liquid um, calcium. So I'll go through and spritz my foliage on my plants every couple of weeks, just spritz it with yield booster. And that just brings out the color of the plant, brings out the size of the fruit, gets you <clears throat> more fruits, brings out the flavor. You just can't get too much. It's not a fertilizer, right? It's a mineral supplement. It's kind of like uh, keeps osteoporosis away from your grandmother. It does that for plants in a big way for blossom end rot. It can, it can okay. only help you, but it brings up that flavor. Absolutely good idea. 
So the shorter answer is yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, it's there okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, our next question is from Pam in Prescott. She is renting a house while their house is being built. Welcome, Pam, to God's um, country. Yes. But she wants to know, because she doesn't want to plant a rose in the ground. Okay. She wants to know, can you put a tea rose or a larger rose into a container and successfully yeah. grow the container? Yeah. Absolutely. And they'll thrive. They'll almost bloom better in a container. So absolutely, you can do that and then take it with you. In mm -hmm. fact, we've got several roses in containers. We've got yeah. peonies in containers. We have fruit trees and flowers and Japanese maples in containers. They've been there for years. Right. You can absolutely do that. Now, a rose is a big plant, especially a hybrid tea. This is a, those are those long stem roses. It's just going to push one long cane, this beautiful, big, fragrant flower on the end. This, this shrub is typically anywhere from three to five feet in size. Mm -hmm. And so it gets sub substantial. Don't go over the little pot. Right. Big, more soil is better. Now, I realize your house is going to be built in nine months or however long it is. So it's a short term. It's this season's fix. So it isn't quite as important. My guess is you'll fall in love with the look. And you'll keep it in that container mm -hmm. and you'll just put it by your front door, your patio, your garage, your back deck. You're going to enjoy it that way. So probably go with at least, I would say, 18, really 20 inch, 24 inch size width pot. Mm -hmm. It'll look proportionately good for that, that shrub. Um, and it will last for many years. It'll have enough soil mass to keep that rose going for years. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to, if you just don't, you're going to put it in the ground. I'm going to have a rose garden. I'm going to have 20 roses. That's what I'm going to do. It's just temporary. I just need my fix while my house is being built. If that's the case, you can go with shorter for that. Shoot. You could probably just leave it in the pot and grow it that way. Mm. You can't travel very much or no. bloom as well, but you, <laughs> you could. Watch your watering. You, you got to watch your watering. It's just probably every day, whereas yeah. in a container, it's every other day, every third day. It's, it's right. yes, get a big pot. Fill it with water's potting soil. That's our growers mix. Plant directly in the water's potting soil. Fill the container up to about an inch from the top and water it in. Watch the blooms. It'll bloom nonstop for you right through, you know, with roses bloom until Thanksgiving. Here. Yeah. It's crazy how long they bloom. That's true. Well, what I would say is if you think you might leave it in that container, make sure you get one that can take our winter. Yeah, yeah that's don't, good. Don't put it in terracotta no, or yeah. something flimsy good that's going to not take the winters here very well. So we focus on clay. So there's different grades of clay. You don't see this. A pot's a pot, it's a pot. Not true. So Talavera, it's a Spanish, these brightly colored pots. They will break if they go through the winter, freeze and thaw. It'll just break them. Red terracotta, the traditional Italian red clay or German red clay, they will not winter for you. So you need a high, a thicker clay like Vietnamese, there's some Malaysian, Indian, Chinese types of heavy clay. They've got a good quality clay and they go through the kiln long enough to really harden. Mm -hmm. And so now they don't break for you. They won't flake their, their color on you. So pick the, pick your favorite color, but make sure it's a good quality. That's one. Do your homework. Stay away from Mexican clay at, uh, at earth tone kind of charcoal stuff. I've seen that melt in the rain. It's so, <laughs> it's such bad quality. Watch your quality up here in the mountains because that freeze thaw can break them apart. Mm -hmm, definitely. All right. I have to put my glasses on. Now, last question is from Jason out in Chino. Okay. Neighbor told him, keep an eye out for thrip. 
Okay. So his question <laughs> is, how do you keep an eye out for thrift? What do they look like? And what kind of damage do they cause? I have no idea what they look like because their other name is no seams. <laughs> so they, they can bite your skin. They leave a little, little red uh, welts. I was doing some ladder work in the greenhouses and they were biting my legs. You could feel them. I couldn't see them. The only way you can really tell, take your cell phone and just kind of pull out the screen without the power on, take the black screen and just tap a branch over top of your blackened cell phone. And if you see dust particles jumping around the screen, you've got thrip. You know, there's a problem. And what thrip do, they, they, get inside the flower or on the bottom side of the foliage and they have a scarifying mouth part. They'll actually scrape the, the tissue of that plant off the plant. So the plant will actually wince. It'll actually curl. It'll, it'll start to deform. The leaves will be deformed. And so they can either curl up or just, they have all kinds the of models. weird patterns. They don't weird. look normal. Mm -hmm. That's thrip damage. If your lilac bloomed out and like three days later, it's out of bloom. That's thrift. They were inside the flower, eating the flower from the inside out. It should have bloomed for a month or more. So that's thrift damage. What to do? Kill them. You put a <laughs> bug spray on there. You'll hear all kinds of crazy stuff on the internet. This is where the internet is not your friend. Google does not know how to take care of thrift. You want to spray the plant inside, outside, upside down, the whole foliage mass with sayonara. It's a it's a bug killer we have here at the garden center. It obliterates thrip, takes them out, and it repels them for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of spray it if you see that. Come see us with more. Bring a sample inside of a baggie. Yeah. We'll show you. We'll blow it up to 200 times its normal size under the microscope. We can help you with that. Yep. But thrip, not your friend. Okay. Ken and Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners. Be right back after this.